now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Bugs and Babes, the B-movie podcast from class to culture, the cheese in between, the movies are beep, the entertainment is grade A, and I am your host, Mr. Jason Giaconetti, joined by Mad Mr. Al Giaconetti. Good afternoon, Jay. Today we've got a relatively new movie that, uh, what I understand, never made it to the movies. Uh, we have it on uh, on DVD. It's called Black Friday. Yeah, and we'll get to it right after this. Black Friday, we love toys. We still on for pancakes tonight. Chris, you're on reg for the night. We're short staff. Wait up! I'm Emmett. You ever worked retail before? No. Well, there's no day more harmful to retail workers than this day. Oh, what do we love? Toys! Good job. Places, everyone! Three, two, go, baby! Go Black Friday! Thank you very much. Happy holidays. Oh, holy shit. What the f***? There is something wrong with the shoppers. Oh, we gotta do something. We're one hour into Black Friday, and we're escorting customers away from the store? No, 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 no. Was that the new guy? Our shoppers are going crazy. Whatever you do, don't let them gather. They're building something. At this point, we're just in their way. We're going to have to fight. I don't think this night can get any worse. <laughs> Does anybody else just think that's funny? I told you they never die. We have to make a run for it. Exactly. Black Friday is over! He says we're all going to die. Back up, homie! After the fire, we'll sit and admire the stockings all filled up at last. Decorations of all the glitter, silver and gold. I love it here. The police are here! Thank God! It's the time. The most magical time. 
Got your door busters right here, motherfucker. Black Friday was released November 19th, 2021 with an 84-minute running time. This thing never made it to the theaters. Now, um, the production on this, so in uh, um, November 17th, 2020 or so, Bruce Campbell, uh, Devin Sawa, and uh, uh, Michael, J., Michael J. White uh, joined the cast and then the filming took place between November 16th to December 16th of 2020. So it's right in that same time frame. They joined on, and it was all filmed in about a month in Boston. Now, you're thinking 2020, that's that's right at the end of COVID, that's right? Like, things were still semi-shut down. Um, people weren't going to movies. Like, uh, this is part of the way, what was happening here with this movie. Um, your production, uh, your director is Casey Tebow. Uh, now, Casey Tebow... Um, uh, it was actually no, it was it's Casey Thabalt, but he's, he's a, a director of, out of Boston itself, um, and he's actually known for making this. Um, but he actually uh, worked a lot with Seth Green, um, and he worked on uh, um, with some like bands like Motley Crue and Judas Priest and Velvet Revolver and stuff like that. He's done some work for Disney and ESPN and stuff like that, but he's never done. Um, he's not a major like pro like produces his first real movie. Um, you're it's written by Andy. Uh, Greskivik, and then your producers are Bruce Campbell himself and Warner Davis. Um, now, your uh, production company here is MFW Manufacturing and then the Warren Davis Company, uh, obviously Warren Davis being the, one of the producers, and you're distributed through Screen Media Films. Um, and that's why it got a release right to uh, Blu-ray and DVD and streaming. In fact, worldwide, Black Friday was the seventh most pirated movie between November 22nd and uh, November 28th of 2021. Really? People went crazy trying to pirate this movie because that's how many people want to see it. I know whether you like it or not, yeah. people wanted to see this because it's got Michael J. White in it and it's got Bruce Campbell. People are like, we oh. got to see this yeah. because it's probably going to be funny and it has funny stuff in it. Uh, Michael J. White, it takes it 100% seriously. You know, we all know who Spawn is, right? Kind of thing. And, uh, you oh, know, that's, really that's Spawn. Yeah. Um, he's in a lot of other things too, but he's, he's a serious actor. He's no joke. Um, in fact, he was the guy, he didn't play Luke Cage in the Luke Cage uh, series, but that's who everyone thought they might put in. But you know him when he was in, um, um, what the joke, Dark Knight. He's oh. the, he's, he's, I mean, he didn't movie long cause he gets killed, but like, you know, but that he's in a lot of things that you he's always playing a powerful, right. you know, he's a leader of them. He's a mob leader. He's whatever, or he's doing. He's the man with the iron fist. He's like doing the kung fu stuff and all that stuff like that. So, um, besides just being, uh, you know, whatever comedy stuff he does. Anyway, all right. A parasitic organism attacks uh, all Mart employee Monty as he prepares to store uh, the store for its Black Friday sale. Monty mutates into a monster and attacks two of his coworkers. All right. Well, this is all the beginning, beginning of the movie. So we get the the in the this. I, it, it's it's invasion of the body snatcher seventy eight. Oh, I thought it was a, an alien ripoff because the the uh, whatever that package is that that or that that blob that that lands there it opens up. It okay. Then, so it I get that, yeah. but it also has the feel of invasion of body snatcher yeah. seventy eight because it's like tendril things too. Right, yeah. And then, but it also kind of feels like the blob from eighty yeah, eight. Um, you know, kind of thing like. I just it has a feel of a lot of things, but it also you know, it looks like it looks like contamination. The horrible uh, <clears throat> Italian movie that ripped off everything, and it's the alien ripoff where they put the eggs in the hotel and they explode mm. and stuff. You've probably never seen it. It's got awful. I've seen it both rift and unrift, and it's far better rift. Um, but yeah, so that's the beginning of the movie, and you're like, yeah. okay, 
So you kind of know where this is going. So right, the right. other one that reminds me of was Slither. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, right. you know, I mean, again, Slither, again, changes. That gets weird. You know, again, Michael Rooker uh, and there and that movie. But, like, that movie is weird. But, like, same thing. Aliens coming down. There's things coming out. Or The Hidden or Night of the Creeps. Like, there's a lot of movies that have that kind of same, yeah. similar theme. I mean, but so that so that that's a, a nice opening. So now you, you expect that something is going to happen and your mind wanders to the different movies yeah. as to where it's going to go. And then, but the... the <laughs> It's 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 Thanksgiving night, just like it was, uh, you know, years ago when the, you'd, you'd start having your Black Friday sales yep. at midnight yep. and go through the next day. And so what you what you wind up this the cast of characters here is that you've got losers running the toy store on Thanksgiving night. What could possibly go wrong? Right. That that could have been you know. Well, that's probably that, that. But that's the that's the elevator pitch. Yeah. It's. It's Black Friday. Everything's insane. Aliens hit. That's the right, your elevator yeah. pitch is that. So okay. So we have to do is this. One of these days, I got to bring over the game, and Luke and I did it on here before, where I give you a plot and a thing, and you have to make a movie up on the spot. It's all Ooh. about making an elevator pitch. It you think it's easy? It's really it's hard. hard yeah. It's really hard because what you try and doing is like, well, that, that's that movie. Like you just can't be pitch aliens to me. You got like, you got to sell people. On. All right. Um, because of uh, he has to work on Thanksgiving, Ken Bates drops off his daughters, Lily and Gracie, for dinner with their mother and their new husband, Grant. Um, Ken then picks up the neighbor, the, the nebbish co-worker, uh, Chris, um, and drives to their late shift at We Love Toys, the best name for a toy store. Uh, while anxious shoppers assemble outside, Ken and, uh, Ken and Chris join co-worker um, um, uh, Marnie, Brian, Archie, Ruth, Emmett, Anita, and... Uh, Bercher as they get ready to open the store for Black Friday. Bercher accidentally locks himself outside the building while smoking a cigarette. Possessed by a parasite, a rabid shopper mauls Bercher, causing him to transform into a creature too. Now, so the effects in this movie are, um, again, there's not a ton of over-the-top CGI, which is good because you don't have a lot of budget. Right. So there's a lot of um, makeup effects for yeah. the creatures. Which I thought which was is good. really good. Yeah. The problem is a lot of times movies like this, they think like we got to go over the top with the effects and you get sci-fi original level. Like, Oh my God, I can see through things. Exactly. Yeah. The makeup effects look good. I thought, you know, uh, you know, the, the cast of characters are people they're designed to be people you can connect with quote unquote, uh, because you know them, not necessarily that you are them, but that, you know, you have people that are being, people that are getting picked on people who are kind of bullies. People are whatever. like, it's all the different, you know, no one is, there's no one here. You're like, wow, that's the guy that everyone wants to be. There's none of that in here. There is no, there's no matrix from uh commando. Like no, like you see, like, you know, like when he walks in, like, you're like, man, look at Schwarzenegger in this movie. He just flips a car over to, there's none of those guys, right? There's no Dutch, you know, I mean, although pretty much anyone in predator is like really cool. It's like the collection of the coolest guys ever. Right. Um, the store manager, John Wexler. And that's of course, uh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Um, has his employees open the door, shoppers pour in, but they gradually turn violent as the parasitic mutations spread. Everyone eventually realizes that the shoppers are transferring into murderous creatures as they are attacked and forced to fight back. Um, so let's hang it there for a second. So the the people coming into the store, everyone's like, oh, that's, that might be fake. Nope. Work retail. Right, Those people 100% exist. I, what I wrote down, it's pretty realistic. Right, what I, I wrote down is as the doors open, where have we seen this before? Right. But like it's literally, but we, we talked about this when we talked about uh, House of Thousand Corpses, right? Movies sometimes hold a mirror to society, 
right? That's that's looking at serial killers. This is looking at people on Black Friday who are willing to kill other people for a cheap television. In this case, cheap toys. Cheap toys. Like, but that's real. Yeah. Every year. This is a Walmart, uh, and it's not a Walmart exclusive. Right. But it's a Walmart, you know, snapshot in time. Right. The same things happen at Best Buy and anywhere that yeah. was open like yeah. that. Which is why, and, and and again, I know some people again. Oh God, it just sucks. There's a reason why I literally do any Black Friday shopping or like Thursday, mm. Christmas. That's all done on Amazon. I literally mm. sit at home wow. and while I'm cooking dinner or while I'm whatever, I can do a lot of that shopping there and get the same deals that you're willing to go kill somebody for. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but I, you don't have it that day. Do you really need the, the broken television that day? I can get a television in my house in two days. Yeah, it was. I guess it was five or six years ago, maybe, maybe a couple of years longer than that, when your brother went with his father-in-law to uh, to Best Buy, and they had it was a it was the crush to get in, and that's when he decided he's never doing it. Yeah, again. right. Well, yeah, but they used to do that all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the thing is, but that's the thing. I mean, that that mindset. I mean, people look back now, and and I'm young enough uh, or old enough, I should say, old enough to remember this. And so does my Kelly, who has her original Cabbage Patch. Remember when Cabbage Patch yeah. became the and people there's just it's it's on YouTube and people are like. There's children here. People just knocking children to the ground. All this stuff. It's like you you wish society wasn't that way. But you're like, yeah, but that was 1982. It doesn't happen. It's every single, doesn't matter when it is. Like it still happens. It still happens today. It happens all the time. And it's disgusting. But there's a reason. We just had a few months ago a situation that, is analogous to this, even though it's not part of the movie. Some guy who was a, an influencer on social media said that he was going to give away a hundred uh, free coupons for the for there was a PS5 or whatever it is, okay. and that he was going to be in uh, Washington Square Park in New York City at four o'clock. What happened? Five thousand people were in the park at that time and mayhem enhanced and the guy was not there yeah. but the, what were they looking for they were looking for that that once in a million cabbage patch kid yeah i understand that's it but this but this this is now yeah this but is it, now but, not it's but, but it used to be rarer occasions now it's not right. we're going the wrong way yeah and again whatever people might feel about this movie that is the underlying theme of this is that the the uh what is what is it in Wall Street? Greed is good. Greed is good. Right? It's the greed of like, well, we got to make a ton of money here. Like, I mean, and I'm, I'm not saying stores shouldn't make money and people, whatever, but it's like, but it's, 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 it hurts me inside. Not the way watching like, you know, a mutilation in a movie is or something like that or whatever. But this hurts because you know that like, why, what, why are you doing this? Like, what is this? Is this really worth it to you? Anyway, let's get back to the movie because we got to get to this. Uh, where the shoppers possessed by a parasite, Emmett emits a tentacle that kills Anita. Uh, Emmett turns into a creature before fleeing towards the store's Santa Village display. Now, this is like so. So some younger listeners might not remember Toys R Us, the the way Toys R Us really was, like giant, huge stores and stuff like that. But Toys R Us was like. A thing like that, like as a kid, like we didn't have a Toys R Us until we were a little older. But like, toy, you used to go in, and the whole store was toys. Yeah. It's like, and people like, oh, well, there's toy. I remember that, like, but you don't really, because even like Toys R Us was dying for years and years and years and years. It's not the same. Like Toys R Us used to be insane, insane. like what you got in there. Like, every single thing you could possibly think of was in that store. 
And people might say, well, it's not true, like, but it was anyway. Um, and that's what this kind of reminded me of that. Uh, once the exit door is secured, uh, Jonathan, Ken, Chris, uh, uh, um, Marnie, Brian, Archie, and Ruth regroup at the, uh, on the store floor. Driven by a possessed officer, a speeding police car crashes through the front window. That's, that's good. Oh, the cops are here. Good. Smash right through. Mm -hmm. Like like twisted metal kind and, of thing. And now they can't keep the the, the sharpers who out, couldn't yeah, get in out. Yeah. Right. Um, the car runs over Ruth. Uh, mutating shoppers begin to pour inside after he rescues Chris, one of the monsters, and kills Archie. All right. So the thing is, th there's not a lot of like you know. So far, everything in this is not like wow, that's real cutting edge. I've never seen these things. Um, but by the same token, it's um, it not that it's like. Like comforting, but it's kind of like uh, stuff you can recognize, you know, kind of thing. Like there's nothing there. There's no super deep, you know, thing going on here. Yeah, you know, kind of thing, right? So you're like, okay, well that makes sense. Okay, they're trying to do this. Oh, now they're now that now they can't lock them down. So now you're trying to think, where can you run? Where can you go? These things are driven by sound, right? Kind of sounds like some other movies where their things are driven by sound. Um, where are we here? So. Um, so uh, the survivors barricade themselves in the storeroom while taking their uh, uh, while talking about their various tangents of the store. The coworkers bond over a sliced turkey meat, which again it seems weird, but like you had to have something there, like it's Thanksgiving, right, kind of thing. Um, however, the group conversation turns confrontational when Ken and Chris argue about um, their disappointing stations in life, and uh, Marnie calls out Ken for not having a real romance with her. That stuff there, this is the part where I didn't love this part of the movie, um, but that's fine. I mean, but that's, it yeah. also can't run 60 minutes. Right. Let me, you know, I mean, at, at that point, I mean, I've got other things to say, but at that point, is it always supposed to feel sorry for these characters because they, they, they are being attacked? Their stories are inconsequential. Right. Just a, it's just a respite before more carnage. Right. But and I thought is, the movie, even though it's only 80 minutes, it actually bogs down at this point. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying, but if they don't have this, the movie runs like 60 minutes and you're like, this isn't a movie. Yeah, but again, you, you, this is a very special episode of Law and Order. The, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, but that's what it turns into, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not a, a movie anymore. Like yeah. 60 minutes. I mean, this isn't, this isn't 1941 where we can get away with I mean, showing up, 20 minutes of old footage and then 10 I mean, minutes of new footage. Up until this time, the, the carnage has been, con yep. you know, continual. Yep. And then... To have this little bit of a respite yeah. is fine, but they, it's just dragged out yeah. too long. It does. Yeah, it I goes think, too long. I think they just don't have enough. They didn't have enough enough story right. to keep the thing going. The problem was this it's, would have been okay. It's a, it's a one trick pony, here. right? But this would have been okay if this was part of like an anthology. This would have been the long anthology part, right? Of it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. it's too, sometimes. Why do they make certain movies into anthologies? Because they have enough of a story for it to be too long to be a, a, a like a like a half hour TV show, but it's too short to be a movie. So we make an anthology, yeah, right? I, mean, I found it. I mean, no, but it's, up, in, up until that point, there was a bunch of dumb situations with the, with all, with the characters that are supposed to be funny, but they, I found them that they all, they all fell flat, I don't know, especially they, the one liners. I mean, usually something you have a one liner. It's supposed to make you smart. I understand it's a zing, yeah. but it's, yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying it's, this is, this is, I put the fault on this movie, not on the premise but on the writers. Yeah. Well, also dad too. Again, if you had a movie that was, had a lot of punch to it and stuff like that, this probably would have made it to the theaters and it didn't. Well, but again, even if it made it to the theaters, no, no, but, it, but remember that would have to go through test screenings and stuff like that. And yeah. people would have given this feedback. Oh. I, 
That's why yeah. when you see a really bad movie in the theater, you're like, how did this get through? Right. You yeah. know, this didn't go through that. This literally was made and put out. Um, where are we here? Um, argued it. Okay. Uh, a mutant breaches a storeroom. Ken gets bitten in the commotion, presuming he is now infected and will soon uh, transform. Ken stays behind while Chris, Marnie, Jonathan, and Brian go uh, to the loading dock to obtain the truck for escape. With Chris unable to st uh, start the truck, he and the others fight off another mutant before making their way to the roof. Meanwhile, the building catches fire as the main sack uh, continues growing into a massive monster that fills the entire store. Okay, so let's talk about that. So they're all meeting in the middle. And this is where this movie turns into society. Uh, oh, you've probably never seen society. They all kind of, you know, society, it, when you watched, um, oh, I'm, it was either in, I don't remember if it was one, two, or three. It's in one of the In Search of Darkness and Screaming Mad George talking about how they're, all the bodies start melting mm. together and it was a weird, disgusting movie, right? But that's basically, they're all coming together to make this giant blob creaturey right. thing which is so weird you're like but wait wasn't this an alien like it was just like the hidden yeah, it was it was like the blob just, no no just, but it was like the hidden where it's yeah. a thing that goes in you yeah or like night of the creeps now it's a thing in you but now it's turning into this blob thing it's like yeah. it's just it's melding all those things together exactly yeah it also kind of has parts of the um um remember the strain remember the yeah. tv yeah the, the oh. books were outstanding but yeah, yeah but that, that thing is coming oh, and out the strain was really good until it and uh the first, especially the first. Well, year. the first book was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, the, the books were good. The, the problem with this, the seasons, it never should have kept going. No, but that's a different. That's yeah. a different podcast for a different day. Right. Um, where are we here? So uh, they fight. I don't know, okay. Uh, meanwhile, the building catches fire. Right, um, turned to a master that soon fills the entire store. Jonathan sacrifices himself to hoard uh, to uh, to the horde, as so Chris, Marty, and Brian can escape back to the ground. Brian confesses that he bit Ken in the earlier commotion, so Ken is not actually infected. That, so you're not supposed to like Brian at all. And that's really strange because, how do I put this delicately? His character um, is designed for to be the one you're supposed to care the most about right. in the movie because of his orientation and skin color. Is that probably the most political correct way mm. to say that? You're supposed to, he's supposed to be the one you're like, I got to care about this guy. He turns out to be the biggest jerk in the movie. Like literally the mutants are not even as bad as him. He's the worst guy in the movie. He's a bully. He's, uh, he, he's hurtful to everybody at every turn. He's constantly carrying. He does nothing heroic. He does nothing. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you hate, um, it's so back in the eighties, hundred percent. That's the guy you hate. Nowadays, that's not a guy you're allowed to hate. You're not allowed to hate. You're not allowed to hate him. But you do, which I thought was um, not to say refreshing, but I thought was like a twist I didn't see coming. I figured he was going to be the one up being the hero, what, right? You know, kind of thing, right? Um, but be it may, he's not. Uh, where are we here? Um, having assimilated all of the mutant shoppers, the massive monster breaks through the top of the store. This is what you were saying before. Yeah, it looks like very, very doughboy. Or Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, or if you've seen the, like, well, it's, it's, it's a lot like even the newest Ghostbusters, Afterlife and stuff like that, where yeah. they all... Like it's just all the or the the goo in in in, in um Ghostbuster and uh Ghostbusters two while the goo's running under the city and stuff like that. Um uh Brian tries to um confront the creature, but it uh but it kills him. Ken rejoins Chris and Marnie outside. Ken acts as a distraction while Chris tricks the monster into swallowing a forklift, which causes uh the injured creature to collapse into the fire. Ken, Chris, and Marnie escape in Ken's car. However, more massive monsters are seen emerging from other stores in the distance. 
right? So I don't think they ever thought they were going to make a sequel to this because this movie's not getting a sequel. Um, but I think they kind of left it open. They kind of like, it's a lot of tongue in cheek throughout yeah. the film. Um, again, but, but I thought the effects were pretty good, even yeah, in the, the, the giant creature stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, but you, you have to leave that, that little, that little opening. And that, that's a staple of a lot of these movies yeah. because if supposing this movie hits and bingo, it's, it now yeah. makes $50 million. Well, you got to make a sequel. So you had to have that little yeah. open. You can't just start from scratch again. But the, 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 the problem I had with the, with, with the movie is that it, it never hooked me because I've seen this before. I've seen this before. Oh, the special effects are pretty good. But if that's what this movie has going for it and only what it's going for, in my opinion, and I'll never watch it again. My, my real problem with the movie is that, and again, it's 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 the it's the not rated moon. Maybe if it was R, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as. Why all the vulgarity? It's the movie that it's not like there there are sentences to be spoken. It's like you were in the army, and it was that's an F and this, and that's an F and that, and it's an S this or an S that, and it's constant. Yep. And like I said to you, if this was Goodfellas, it's part of the milieu of the characters. Yeah. These these are a bunch of losers that either they didn't get through third grade and all they know is the curse words that they've heard on the street, but it turns me off. Right. It, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not into this movie 20 minutes and I'm saying to myself, we've just heard every curse word 50 times as part of a sentence. Yeah. I said, well, but again, again, I mean, like you said, it was it is not rated. Um, so they didn't have to go through the MPA to right. get a rating on it. So the MPA might have told them to kind of tone back some of the language. Although nowadays, language in movies is not really a problem for anybody. Um, you know, I mean, the, the, I wish I was kidding. The, the, what gets through now, even on uh, like, uh, so like even on like USA, USA last yeah. night, they're showing like there's like, like they're showing on USA. I'm like, wait, did that guy just really drop the F-bomb on channel 35? Yeah, but... Like, that's impossible to happen nowadays. It, but it, it doesn't matter, because now, at this time, we allow this. Yeah, it's a one-off, though. It's not... Well, it's, it's not a one-off, because it's the... Okay. In the beginning of Hot Tub Time Machine, he says F a whole bunch of times, and I'm like, what, 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 what channel yeah. do I have on? And I thought, maybe I'd switch the channel to, like, HBO. Yeah. And I didn't. I still had it on USA, and I'm like, this this shouldn't be this near. Um, I know you didn't watch any of the, any of the, uh, the Chucky, the TV show. No. Right? Killing, there's uh, oh, you know, yeah. uh, swearing, yep. there's all kinds of language, stuff like that. Right? I'm like, how is this on Sci Fi Channel? How is this on USA? Like, they let that through now after 11 o'clock, where even back in the day at 11 o'clock, the thing that got risque was like silk stockings, yeah. like, which is now shown at like one o'clock in the afternoon. It's no big deal. Little kids could watch it right well, there. Well, again, even on primetime TV, uh, I'll use uh, the Law and Orders. The, uh, the, the SOB comes out quite a bit. Okay. But there are certain words you can you can say. Yes, but they're yeah. not. There's no f words. Not saying s. No, they're not and, saying the c word. Any and, of those things. And, like, but so those words still are not allowed on channel four. Right. Right. But uh, now all of a sudden on channel like on USA, uh, yeah. you can have it on TNT. Yeah. You can have it. I'm like, since when? Because that's all stuff that was re reserved for HBO no, and, and Cinemax and, and Showtime, Showtime. Right? right. So like you know, so like last night, so I'm watching. I go, what the heck? So I well, like, give, give, give me another. Well, a good example of TCM. TCM is now showing more adult movies. Yeah. And curse words pop up. Okay. And but Turner Classic Movies, we, right? Yeah. 
when they were showing the, the when they truly were showing classic movies, they no one's swearing in the fifties no, in no. movies, Dad. I mean, so now that they're showing you know, modern classics, you're getting into yeah, the sixties and the seventies and the eight, yeah. early eighties. They're swearing in some of the. I mean, so so if you're watching, um, I don't know, uh, Midnight Express, right? right? Yeah. There's cursing in Midnight Express. There's really disturbing crap in that movie. But you, if you cut it, are you really showing the movie? Exactly. So do you decide not to show it? Well, no, because the movie's important, you know, and whatever else it might be. I'm just using an example. Yeah. Like Urban Cowboy is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Or like, um, I mean, they probably don't show Mid- like Blue Midnight. Midnight Cowboy, not Urban yeah. Cowboy, Midnight Cowboy. Urban Cowboy is a very different movie. <laughs> it's like Blue Velvet. That's a very different movie than this. But like, they, they show those things, right? But like, or when they show The Godfather. You can't you cut like the Godfather up. Because, I mean, the only time you can cut the Godfather up is if you show the what what they call that the uh, the cut where it's all put together in order. Oh, that's the, yeah the I, compilation cut. Compilation. The, the compilation cut, which takes you a whole day to watch. It's nine hours. Yeah. yeah, but that is the only time you can cut that movie up because you cut it up to put it in order, not cut they, it for content. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're not and they're not cutting scenes. They no, they physically cut and replace them yeah. in the order yeah. they're supposed to be. I don't mean cutting. No, right. In that trimming, yeah. I mean, cutting is in reordering, but nothing is lost. You can't do that. And I agree that you shouldn't have this much swearing in a movie that doesn't need it, right? This isn't Platoon. This isn't Full Metal Jacket. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, this isn't a war, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but by the same token, though, sometimes when you don't have to answer to somebody, things just start happening. Yeah. And that's what it is. Hey, what was the, what was the, uh, the big, the big uproar? At the end of Gone with the Wind? Oh, frankly, my dear, I don't um, give a damn. Right. I mean, that's the first time that word was ever used in a motion picture. Right. Right? Well, yes. Uh, because the the when there was no rating board going back to like Birth of a Nation, all kinds of stuff was said in movies that you can't say anymore. You know, think about that. The, the N-word was used in movies and oh, no one yeah. thought anything of it. Right? Now, you could drop the, any word you want. Just don't say that word. Except yep. if it's Django. Because they say it, what, 147 times in the movie. Right? Um. So the whole thing is, again, I like this movie. I thought the movie was, again, for what it was, I enjoyed it. Um, it's certainly not a movie I'm going to watch every single year at Thanksgiving. It's not like like a movie that, like, because it's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. And that's, well, Black Friday. You know, I'm trying to trying to come up with a Thanksgiving theme and things like that. And it, it was fine. I thought it had some funny parts. I thought some of the jokes were funny. Some of the stuff was predictable. I thought the makeups were good, which is always my big thing. If the makeups right. are bad, you're like, man, you could spend a little more time and do physical. They did physical. The CGI looked more than passable. Ew, no, I mean, it wasn't as good. Okay, so the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, you've seen that, right? Yeah. The effects in that were top notch. I thought they looked great for ghosts and stuff like this. This kind of had a little of that feel to it, but it wasn't like I don't know if it was that that level. It's certainly not Weta, you know, kind of thing. It's right. not. It's not, and it's certainly not like Avatar and things like that, right? Because we kind of create the, the whole world, but it's more than passable. Pretty good, in fact, for what you're looking at. It was believable. It was whatever. Mm. And they did a good job of hiding the creature as much as you could in the building, so you don't see all of it, right? It's in the building yeah, for a lot of. Matter of fact, what what the most you see is a couple of heads that are probably have morphed up. So at, at, at this point, up. think about this. At this point, with Stranger Things, the way Stranger Things has kind of kept raising the bar. You know, you've seen all the seasons of Stranger Things up to this point. The monsters kept getting bigger, and you have the the, the demi gorgon and whatever. But near the point where they went the, the attack in the mall and the crazy creatures at. You can't go below that level anymore. Right. Because if you drop below a quote-unquote TV show, which is Stranger Things is on Netflix, but it's a TV show, you're just like, so what, what is the only, you can't go below that. You, you you can't be the same. 
you got to try to push, right? You got to have something a little different, whatever. You got to make sure it looks good. Walking Dead has taken physical effects, whether whatever you might feel about the show. I've never seen an episode. I literally don't watch the show, but the makeup effects are good, mm. right? Greg Nicotero and all his guys, they do great makeup effects, right? Because they have to, because it's on television. And if it looks fake, you ain't going to turn in next week. And the the work they did makeup wise on that show yeah. is impeccable. Did, was it true that there was there was zero, um, um, not special? Yeah, the uh, um, so Greg Nicotero talked about this at Jersey Fest. Right. The they their the makeups were were um, physical makeups. Some of the background makeups were just masks and appliances. Right. Um, and they didn't. There was nothing full CGI. Right. That's zombie wise. Yeah. There was touch ups. There's things you have to like take out. Like any show has digital erasing and stuff. Um, so there were some punch-ups here and there, but it was never, right. the full makeups were always done from what he said. This is what he said. They were all done. That's why the show took so long to make. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of time. It's well, it's, it's not just two guys, you know, putting latex on somebody anymore, you know? you know. And again, in some of the scenes, there's a hundred zombies. But some of the background zombies are masks and simple appliance right. pull-ons. Because if you're not going to see them, you can digitally blur right. them too. Yeah. And your eye fills in. Your eye's telling it more. Like anything that's in frame, you got to show. I mean, you you can't have a zombie in frame. They open their mouth and you can see well, the skin. Thing right. Well, away. we've said this many, many times. Anything that can be done in camera and done well in camera enhances the, the movie. It does. It's just so expensive to now to yeah, do it. Yeah. That's the problem. But there's something to be said. And this, this goes back to, um, I was reading the Dog Soldiers book, uh, um, Bloody Sausages. Um, the, the What's done in camera in that movie, guys in suits walking, why does it look good? Because it's real. It's a guy on stilts, right. but it's real. Right. Why, to this day, does American Werewolf in London still hold up? The transformation is done in camera. It's real looking. I mean, do we really think that his foot is really stretching, even though some people have said that's part of actually made them throw up because that's gross. It was a stretched foot. I mean, his face is distorting. The howling, what Botine did in, in the howling, in the thing, what he did there, what, what you know Baker was able to do, it's real, right? Carpenter's The Thing still looks real. Why? Because Botine did it in camera. Do I care that the head crawling away is a remote control car with a spider thing on it? No. no. Can I tell it is? Yes, because I know what to look for. But did they really shoot it with a flamethrower? Yep. Is it? It's cool. The chest burst open and rips and it bites the guy's arms off. Right? You're like, yep, that looks real because that's a real thing. Now it didn't really bite the guy's arms off for right. real, but the chest props open. You're like, oh, and it happens so quick. I mean, to the point where literally the only time you can see that something's not real, the dog scene has it when the dog's head splits. You can tell that the dog is not a real dog anymore. But at right. that point, the dog's head's splitting open. Okay. So your eye says, okay, it's not real because that's yeah. not even a dog anymore. Now that's the thing, and its head splits open, and the thing comes out. So anyway, that's another story another day. Um, but yeah, so again, if you want to see this, is available. Um, I'll, I have, again, I have the Blu-ray Dead as a DVD. Um, it's available streaming. Uh, I, I guess some of you might have pirated this thing back in the day. It was the seventh most pirated movie for that whole week. Um, people are free and have some time. Uh, and again, it's probably not hard to get your hands on. I am almost a hundred sure it's on Amazon. It might be on prime video. So you can watch it for free for there. I'm sure shutter might have it once in a while on there. Shutter rotates things on and off, obviously. Mm. Um, and if you haven't seen it and you like Bruce Campbell, um, it's not worth it. And Michael J. White, you know, kind of thing. It's not, it's, it's, 
I didn't find it to be a waste of my time. No. I think there's a chunk in the middle that I could have cut out, made it 60 minutes right. and been okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, but it's certainly not going to replace, um, plane trains and automobiles as the best Thanksgiving movie ever. And if you don't think plane train was the best Thanksgiving movie ever, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, we, so I did plane trains and automobiles as an episode with, um, uh, with Paul on, uh, is it Jaws? And I, it, it, yeah. Yeah. We, that kind of thing. Is, is it like, and I said, it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And it is the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. And he's like, really? You think so? And I'm like, and I start naming other what what movies are better than it. Forget the Thanksgiving thing. What movies are funnier than it? And he's like, and he starts thinking. I'm like, when you first saw this, because now you, I mean, I've seen it so many times. I know mm-hmm. the jokes, right? I said, when you first saw it, you know you laughed hard enough you almost peed yourself. Like you know you did. And he's like, but that's what makes the movie great. Can I can I do almost every line in Major League? Yes. Do I still love Major League? A hundred percent. Right. Major League is one of the best sports comedies of all time. Plane trains and automobiles. Even though I know every line and everything that happens there, it's still really funny. Right. And at the same time, completely and emotionally destroys you. You get destroyed. By the end of that movie, I'm crying because you feel so bad for Dell. I mean, forget the fact that John Candy has passed away and stuff like that, right? right? But it's one of those things you're like, why does it happen? Because the movie resonates. It has something to it. And it's John Hughes and he, you know, he makes great movies, right? This will not take its place. But this isn't bad. This is a fun little thing, just like at Christmas. Do I watch Santa Slay every year? No. Do I love Santa Slay when it's on? 100%. There's nothing better than Bill Goldberg killing people dressed as Santa Claus, right? But like Black Christmas, which is the Bob Clark movie with, with the killer up in the attic, great Christmas movie. Do I watch it every year? No. Do I watch Silent Night, Deadly Night every year? No. But if it's on, and it's usually not. I'll watch it. Yeah. Santa Slay most likely will be on. They show that on television because there's not a ton to cut out of that. Right. But I'll watch them. I enjoy them. I would watch if this was on and I caught it and like, as long as not cut bits with commercials and I'm not watching with commercials. I don't watch anything with commercials. No. Right. But what I'm saying is it would be okay to put in the background if I'm doing something. Right. Per example, last night when they're, and I, when they, they started cursing, I was like, change the channel. Like, what the heck are we watching here? And I go to turn the team. I'm like, Oh, hotel Artemis is on. I literally turn on Hotel Artemis. We're a minute in, and before I know it, 90 minutes have gone by, and I've watched the entire movie again. Why? Because that movie sucks you in. If you have not seen Hotel Artemis, go watch it. It is phenomenally good. And it is, it's, it's, okay, it's weird. It's like, um, uh, what's, uh, what's the one? Something at the El Royale. I forgot the rest of the name. You know, um, Hotel Royale. No, no, the, no, no. The, the uh, last night, in, no, not last night in Soho. It's whatever at the at the El Royale, which is that weird movie where they're going to the hotel. It's like yeah. smoking aces. Yeah. It's like these movies that you're like, they don't really fit well into any category, but they're just really good. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. So that's what happens. Movies sometimes I get me get pulled in, and I'm watching a movie. And I'm, oh, I don't. But I don't sit down and just you know pop this in. Yeah, no, I mean, I, this is way off the off what we're talking about. But when I get hooked on a movie. Uh, it's sometimes it's it's almost four hours. If Ben Hur comes on, I can't not watch it. It's really funny, and Mom and I will sit there and say, you know, you know, it's 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 nine o'clock. This movie's going to go up at one o'clock in the morning, and so we say, put on a pot of coffee, let's watch the movie, and we'll watch that whole thing. It is bad times at the El the El, El Royale. El Royale. Yeah, right. that's the 2018 one. That's um, what's his name? Jeff Bridges and. Yep. Uh, yeah, Dakota Johnson and stuff. Again, another movie that I look at it in this way. It's like the, the other, we what was on, I caught it was in the middle of the movie. Roger Dogs is on. 
I'm like, well, I'm going to watch Reservoir Dogs. I love Reservoir Dogs, right? And I'm like, oh, we missed the part with the tacos. I'm like, like, and my brain is going through all the best parts of the movie. And I'm like, okay, we're going to watch them get tortured. And it's going to happen. Like, but I didn't get the part where, you know, we, the whole spiel. I have a post that literally has that entire speech on it. And at the end, he goes, you're hungry? Let's get tacos. Like, he talks about how you're going to go get the bank manager and cut his finger off and do all this stuff. Those are the Quentin Tarantino kind of things. Yeah. Those movies are easy. Or Django was on one day and... I watched some of Django and Haley's like, wow, they're saying that word a lot, dad. I'm like, oh, it's right. She hasn't seen this. Um, or Glorious Bastards is easy. That's an easy oh, watch yeah. every time. Yeah, yeah, Glorious Bastards so, is a great, great movie. But those are the kind of things that you watch. I'm not saying that this is anywhere on that level, but if this was on and I caught it, I'd watch it again because yeah. I remember like this, you know, kind of thing. And again, but it's certainly not. We're, um, we're not watching this. I'm not watching this on uh, two, four, you know. No, no, no. no was, but yeah, even, even, are, on, even on Sci-Fi Channel, anything with commercials. I'm not watching yeah. those commercials. What I'm saying is, but but if this was on like HBO or like whatever, it was on yeah. something, and I happened to catch like Empire of the Ants was on the other day. I caught it in the middle. I watched the rest of Empire of the Ants because I was, but I was doing things. I don't have to look at the screen. I know what's happening. I know I hear this line. I'm like I gotta look up now because this is when the ants are gonna attack, right. and there you just have ants on the screen. Anyway, all right, folks. So um, that about does it for us. Um, again, we're getting close to the end of the year here. We have the the, the December stuff coming. Um, don't want to say too much about that. There. are there's definitely some some uh, we we're, we'll see we're still we're still finalizing um, exactly the order of things and uh, maybe having a guest or two up here uh, you know to, to round out the year but um, that about does it here for Black Friday um, we want to thank everyone for the downloads and listens of course um, we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving um, you know it, this year uh, make sure you know again this is a tough time of year we're getting into the holidays which become a really hard time for a lot of people. Um, please keep that in mind um, and uh, make sure, you know, uh, that if you need help, you reach out. All right, folks. So like we say here, keep those cards and letters coming and keep watching the skies. This is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which up until a few days ago was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Tokyo, a smoldering memorial to the unknown. An unknown which at this very moment still prevails and could at any time lash out with its terrible destruction anywhere else in the world. Hi folks, Luke Giaconetti here. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you like giant monsters, or as they're called in Japan, daikaiju? Monsters like Godzilla, Rodan, Gamera, King Ghidorah, or Mothra? Do you like more obscure monsters, such as Gappa or Yangari? Do you like giant heroes like Ultraman or super robots like the Shogun Warriors? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then I think you might like my podcast, Earth Destruction Directive. I'm a dedicated fan of all things Daikaiju, and I'd like to share that with all of you. Please check out Earth Destruction Directive at Two True Freaks. Earth Destruction Directive, where we turn your daikaiju dreams into city-smashing reality. This has been an episode of Bots, Bugs, and Babes, the B-Movie Podcast. If you'd like to contact me, please email the show at bots bugsbabes at gmail.com If you'd like to find me online, I'm on Facebook under my name, Jason Jacknetti. I often contribute to the Two True Freaks Facebook group. 
You can visit my Facebook page, The Art of Horror Collective, and you can search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective. On Instagram, find me under my name, Jason Jacknetti, and search the hashtag, The Art of Horror Collective, as well as the new hashtag, Bots, Bugs, Babes Podcast. I'm the only one using them. I'm also on Twitter, at Jason Jacknetti, and you can visit my webpage at www.theartofhorrorcollective.wordpress.com. All movies, characters, stories, music, etc. are properties of their respective holders. This is a fan work, and any use of any property is purely for review, discussion, entertainment. So don't sue me. I ain't got anything anyway. There is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow! There is no tomorrow!